Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Megan. We're two ladies navigating life, mixing classic and current trends. Each week, we chat with a guest about their throwback interests and their latest discovery or cup of tea. We're We're the the Grand Grand Millennials. Millennials. Hi, Megan. Hey, Courtney. What's up, girl? Not a ton. I mean, like a lot, but not a lot at the same time. It's weird. It's like contradictory, but yeah, I feel like uh, (laughs) that's that's me in a nutshell, (laughs) uh, full of contradictions. But goodness. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's been going on with you this week? Um, this week was just filled with, I don't know, usual work routine. Um, I got to catch up with a friend who was expecting a baby, so and that was fun. super fun. How long until she's due? She is due October 22nd. So um, I'm not sure how many weeks that is. <laughs> <laughs> she's like three months to go or something.
because it was kind of nice to like get that theater experience again. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to wear your mask while you're like in it, um, unless when you're actively eating or drinking. And so I was just like, Last water question was like chew gum the whole movie. the whole time. Yeah, um, but it was nice. We saw Star Wars, which was nice because I didn't get to see that when it came out in theaters because I'm weird. not that old. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I'm I've gotten used to being at home watching movies so theater seats weren't as comfy as the couch but I did like the big theater experience um and then I feel like it was did you get movie theater popcorn no uh -uh, we we didn't didn't. we didn't know uh I you know it's not a requirement for me to have food at a movie um anymore but uh and I always feel like popcorn I always almost feel hungrier but like super full yeah you know it's a weird sometimes I like go hard with the popcorn at the beginning and then yeah. I'm like oh my gosh the movie hasn't even started yet right and I feel a little bit sick because I ate so much popcorn yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but you did give me the the solid tip about getting the kids meal because then right? you get a little drink and a little popcorn and a and like candy a, yeah so and maybe it's a lot next cheaper. time it is so. a lot cheaper, but the ticket was only five ninety nine or five dollars. So, so it might be vastly expensive compared to your ticket. Price. Right, it was like gonna be even the kids' meal is probably gonna be you know almost twice as much. So yeah, do you know what? what? So I was excited for five dollar movies. Yeah, but I've heard about fifteen cent movies like three times now. Three times? Yes. Oh man, my coworker Katrina and somebody else mentioned it the other oh, day, and wow. I was like. They must exist. Where are they? I think they're doing weekdays. Okay. I'm not sure, but we're going to do research. I'm going to do research. I mean, is it certain theaters? Because I went on a weekday and it was still $5. Yeah, no, I feel like you got robbed. Um, Apparently, (laughs) if I could be going for 15 cents. Right. Yeah. You could have gone so many more times. So many more times. Math isn't my strong suit, so I can't do that math. 15 divided by 500 cents, right? Not 500 cents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's 100 you're right, in you're each right. Dollar. Okay, this is why I don't teach math. Um, <laughs> you're right, you're Whatever. right. Whatever, you right. could have gone a lot of times. I could have gone a lot of times. Yeah. But it was a really great time, and the, the next day was by, Approximately, like, like, 31-ish, I think. Okay, that yeah. sounds about right. Okay. Um, it was, like, Wednesday was my official last day of summer, because I did okay. have to start working on Thursday. How did you feel about that? You know... <laughs> a little sad? A little sad. Okay. I, I mean, I'm kind of a creature of habit I really enjoy having like structure mm-hmm. but it is also really nice to spend my days at the pool and get super tan like I got this summer and have all the time in the world to do whatever I want right so the end of that is always kind of sad but I am excited to like you know wake up with a purpose again and, and know yeah. that I have to be someplace and that people are you know counting on me to you know educate them which is nice yeah. um so no matter what goes on this year with its craziness uh I'm excited but also a little sad to end summer slash retirement right I mean yeah my summer retirement for the last six months has been clutch yeah yeah so you know it's it's probably time you're like I'm not a retirement this is great that's right my second career yeah which is also my first career it's weird but a lot of people do that it's fine no problem like um what is that basketball player um he retired and he came back Mm, it's fine not not Michael Jordan right no no I wasn't thinking Michael Jordan okay Anyways, we're super sporty on this podcast. Oh, so the most sporty. But um, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. Speaking of sports, <laughs> we're gonna talk to Kyle all about baseball coming up. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. And we're back. We are here today with um, Courtney's boyfriend. We're gonna talk about America's pastime. Baseball, visiting stadiums, where the best come knock on events concessions are, <laughs> and all of that. So, Kyle, welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Thank you for having me. I've been a fan since the uh, beginning of this podcast. Oh, and it's geez. Yeah, it's truly an honor to be with uh, Christine and uh, Michelle. So. Oh, you're um, so funny. I think you are listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah, this is really awkward. Well, I'm going to have to talk to my uh, secretary and make sure I got the right uh, schedule going. <laughs> Going on oh, here, wow. yeah. Just, wow. yeah, yeah. 
Okay. okay. You're so, so busy. What, yeah, what is, what's this podcast again? This is the Grand Millennial Podcast. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that... Either way, I'm sure you'll be fine. I mean, oh. you thought it was the other show, but you're going to be great here. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> since so, we're talking about baseball, yeah. um, did you grow up playing baseball? And if so, what position did you play? I did. So I basically started playing uh, t-ball at five years old. Oh my gosh, me too. Um, I, I played, nice. uh, I was on the Reds. Um, <laughs> excuse me, I was on the Cardinals and I wore number 49. I remember that. Um, and I played all the way up till high school. So I probably up until sophomore year of high school, I never got the chance to play varsity, but, um, only because not because of lack of talent, but Mm -hmm. more because just, I got burnt out from it. Um, I played so often, like I was playing the spring season, then summer ball, which was for travel and then fall ball. So, you know, it was, it was kind of like, you didn't get a chance to really relax and basically be a, a normal kid. It was just baseball, you know, three, four times a week and, took up a lot of your summer, um, and you just kind of wanted to relax. But, um, yeah, I, I, I played um, rec and travel for all those years, and um, I was able to go back to my alma mater for high school and coach for two years as well. So oh, awesome. um, uh, for private school, there's usually a, a varsity, a JV, and then a freshman level. So I coached the freshman team for, for two years. Awesome. And did you say what position you played, or did you play I, a lot of positions? In, or? Yeah, near the end of my, uh, quote, career, uh, I was an outfielder mostly. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of played a lot of different things. I was I was pretty good, you know, talent-wise, so I could kind of play a lot of different positions. But um, I, I pitched a little bit, but I, I didn't necessarily like it. Um, I'd probably say third base was my secondary position. But outfield, I still play that even when I play uh, softball with the uh, – Slow pitch softball adult league. So Those I drinking play. leagues. Uh, they are, yes. But I don't think any alcohol allowed on the field, but oh, just, okay. in, the just dugout, in the dugout. So, yes. Excellent. Right. Yeah, just got a little yeah. juice to get you ready. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, you, they have no idea what's in those cups. It's right? true. <laughs> it yeah. could be water. You guys, you Definitely. know, my uh, baseball, whatever, t-ball career yeah. ended at age six. It oh, started wow. at age six okay. as well. Oh, yeah. Ah, it was, yeah. It was a really good season. Wait, how, what happened? Well, I was the kid in the outfield picking the daisies with... I remember our t-shirts were red mm-hmm. also, and Subway was our sponsor, so we, if, we, if we won a game, we got to go to Subway, <laughs> and I remember our hats were like, you know, I don't know, it was like early 90s, like yeah. we're super tall, dorky. Yep, flat. Mm-hmm. Tuck that uniform in, oh, high-waisted yeah. pants. Mm-hmm. Did you have um, stirrups? Super good look. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stirrups is not, wasn't my kind of thing. Yeah. We, ha- we had them av- available for, uh, like when we were older, for maybe like 13 years old and up. I remember trying them one game. I was just like, this isn't really my style. Yeah. 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 Well, They're my favorite, actually. So I played from t-ball all the way up till pitching machine in third grade. So my career was slightly longer than Megan's. Congratulations. Thank you. Doesn't take much. (laughs) My first team was the Diamondbacks. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I I also played some outfield. Excellent. Uh, And then I quit after... third grade when I got hit in the hand by a pitching machine ball and I tragic yeah I'm pretty sure I broke my finger I refused to go to the hospital right so yeah so here well, we are well I guess stopping your career because of injury is maybe better than burning out like I did well, I, I wasn't playing as often as you were <laughs> and I, I you know that is a huge thing in high school sports like are we putting too much pressure on these kids to have these really intense careers so early it's a good question it definitely true question. yes I don't have the answers my guess is not good. <laughs> okay. That's my hot take. Hot take from Courtney Hart. Okay. Um, not good. Not good. All right. So um, you played baseball. You follow baseball. Yes? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Who is your favorite team? So I've liked the and or- why? Oh, I've liked the <laughs> Orioles uh, since I was a kid. Obviously, um, they're the closest team to me. Uh, I went to them those games the most frequently when I was growing up. Um, they had a pretty new stadium at the time when I started to get into it. Yeah, Camden Yard is great. Yes, and um, and Cal Ripken was on the team, and he was kind of like one of the most popular players mm-hmm. um, in the major leagues at the time. Um, so because of that, that was kind of like my my hometown team, and just right. kind of liked them the most. As I got older, I kind of started thinking whether I should adopt another team because the Orioles started to get a little. Not great. Um, bad and, yeah. And, uh, but I, I kind of came back and realized that the Orioles are my team and mm-hmm. that I kind of want to root for them for the rest of my life. Um, I am partially a Nats fan because of how close they are, are to the uh, 
DC area Go in Nets. DC. I, I'll That's root right. for the, I'll root for them. But if if it's ever the Orioles versus them in the World Series, I'll be rooting for the Orioles. Orioles. But um, yeah, I mean, it's I'm, I was definitely rooting for them when they won the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Can I tell you a fun story about Cal Ripken? Sure, absolutely. Obviously. So growing up, my dad. Uh, well, he moved around a lot as kids too, but. He lived in Atlanta for a bit, and so when we were kids, we would, like, go to Braves games for vacation. It was like, we'd go camping, we'd go to Stone Mountain, we'd do something, like, I don't know, nature and outdoorsy, but we'd always went to a Braves game. And so, I think I, well, I don't know how old I was, because I'm just going to mess up the math, so I'm not going to try. But, um, we were at a Braves game during Cal Ripken's, like, last season. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he was there, they were playing the, um, Orioles, and he hit, like, three home runs that night. And every home run, I was either in the bathroom or oh, the concession. No. I was like, <laughs> not again. Missed it. And then I'm pretty sure Austin was probably like, why don't you just, like, stay not at the seats? Because he's doing amazing, right. like, when yeah. you're not here. So it was just kind of wow. hilarious. I'm like, and again. Like, yeah, yeah, he was he was, it, he so. was a big-time draw for the team for a long time. So oh, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Anyways, that's my story. The end. Okay. Well, actually, since I grew up around here, we would – my family liked to go to um, – minor league games because there were three of us you know under a certain age you know we were pretty young and it's expensive to go to baseball games so totally. we would go to minor league games we'd go to the cannons which are now the potomac nationals yes. okay mm-hmm. yeah um but every so often we would go up to baltimore and see an orioles game and that was always like really exciting because it was big time big time baseball big time baseball well that's fun yeah higher fences you can't get as close to the field they had actual seats instead of just like bleachers bleachers (laughs) they didn't have that they didn't have the goofy in between inning uh attractions of you know some dog picking up the bat and taking it back to the dugout those are fun those are fun how do you feel about the president's race the Nationals. Like I, do, I do Pretty like it. Um, I, I liked it more when Teddy was still struggling as much as he was. But he once was he won the struggle bus for a while. But once he won, I was like, eh, I kind of like the you know the the jokes over. Right. The joke in the sitcom, you know, is is over, yeah. and you know it's you yeah. I, I kind of liked the, him finding ways to lose. Mm-hmm. So no. Kirsten Teddy would always favorite. cheer for Teddy. I you always know, root for Teddy. We chased him into an elevator one time. <laughs> oh really? Kirsten really wanted a photo, and she's like, "There he is!" And then, like as we got to him, they were like walking around the corner, and they got in the elevator. So then we just ran in the elevator with them. It was really. Funny. I'm sure he's the most popular for photos. Oh, totally, yeah, totally. I mean, he's the best. Yeah, ops. Okay, I think. TJ just looks a little strange. His face is too long. Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta why. love Teddy with that face and the yeah. glasses. So. It's all about the glasses. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, so fun. Okay, so um, was Camden Yard the first stadium you went to, or did you go to another one before that? To the best of my knowledge, I'm pretty sure that was the first one I ever went to. Um, I don't remember, you know, my first game really, um, but I, I, I'm pretty sure the Orioles were the first one I, I saw in person because of the proximity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it, it was obviously the, the closest one living in Maryland. Uh, you know, the next one probably would have been Philadelphia right. um, before the Nats got here. So yeah. I'm sure the Orioles was my first game, but I wish I had some type of recollection or even a memento to really remember it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, how many stadiums have you been to? So I did the, uh, I've done the math and I think I've been to 16 total. Um, 12 are currently stadiums and I think there's four of them that are no longer, um, no longer being used. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether they're, most of them have been um, demolished by now, but 12 current ones, um, four former ones. And um, there's quite a few, obviously, that I have not been to and unfortunately won't be able to attend uh, since they have been demolished. But um, it's all about adding more to the list. Um, so it's, it's pretty exciting, and uh, you, you kind of get a, a new adventure going to each one. Right. So do you count RFK as one of the stadiums since the Nats started playing there? Yes. So I, in, in my book, that's, that's one that... Um, you know, is is a former home to the Nats. So, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody said, have you been to the Nats Stadium? I'll say, yes, I've been to Nats Park, but I've also been to RFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember going RFK there. Where the Reds Washington football team plays? No, no. RFK they did. is, well, they did way back in the day. It, it was the um, soccer 
Oh, that's why I've been there. And then it's kind of, it's just there. It's waiting Because we have a new soccer stadium. Right. Right. It's still there, but nobody, I believe nobody's really playing in it right now. Maybe some exhibition games. I did a color run around the parking lot there one time. Oh, hey, look at you. 5K, was great. Nice. Yeah, so fun. That's great. I do remember at RFK in those early days of the Nats, the dugout, or not the dugout, the pitcher's mound had to be really small because of, they would like, have to flip it for soccer games like pretty quickly. Oh, weird. So they couldn't have it built up as much. Maybe it's, I'm misremembering it's like, that. But. It's one of those older stadiums that was like for multi-purpose so yeah. it wasn't built for baseball. Um, a lot of the stadiums built recently are you know just the baseball team is right. the only one that's uh, using it. So I think yeah they probably had a tough time kind of changing the field and the uh, dimensions. Um, I remember yeah, it had really strange. Yeah. I remember it had big um the fences were pretty far for a baseball oh, yeah. stadium, uh-huh. so uh, I remember not a lot of home runs are being hit the the few years they were playing there. But mm-hmm. um, someplace like Camden Yards, you know, the Orioles are the only team that plays there, right. so they're they don't necessarily have to worry about changing the dimensions or making sure the mound is is level with the rest of the ground. Right. Um, so when it comes to looking at the stadiums that you have left to go and visit, um, when was it that you kind of realized that you wanted to actually go and visit all the stadiums? It's actually more recent than you would probably think. Um, in t- summer 2018 was really when I started the project. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been to a lot of stadiums beforehand, but they weren't really necessarily part of this plan. Okay. Um, and what I always wanted to do was I wanted to knock out more than one stadium in a trip. Mm-hmm. So in summer of 2018, I went to um, St. Louis and Kansas City, so both in Missouri, just across the state. Right. Uh, summer 2019, I ended up doing uh, Minneapolis, where the Twins play, and Milwaukee, where the Brewers play. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, a five-hour drive in two different states, but um, they were still relatively close. Right, easy to knock out together. Right. So so I've done four in the last two summers. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to cross any off uh, the list this summer. Right. COVID. Yeah. At least baseball's back. Yeah, so I'm definitely happy it's back. Yeah. Um, so what was on your list for the summer? I didn't have a set plan. I had kind of some uh, ideas in mind. Um, my main goal is to actually go to all of them at least once before I go back, either a second, third time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I've been to, you know, Philadelphia, which is pretty close. I've been to Pittsburgh, which is pretty close. But yeah. I, I kind of want to do the ones I haven't done um, next in line. Mm-hmm. So the ones I was thinking about, um, if I wanted to do two in one trip, I kind of wanted to do Texas Rangers, which is in Arlington Woo-hoo. and the Houston Astros. So that would have been, you know, basically in Texas. Yeah. Um, also thought about Detroit Tigers and Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. So kind of a long drive, but great American ballpark. I mean, yes. And <laughs> it's one of the newer ones and it's, it's kind of something that, um, you don't want to just go somewhere just to see one stadium. Like you right. kind of want to make the most of especially in your summer vacation. Mm -hmm. Now, I do um, have to still see all the ones in California. There are five teams out there. I've yet to go out there, but that's obviously going to be pretty tough to see all five in that state. Right, Um, unless you're taking, like, a two-week vacation in California. Yeah, number one, it's hard to get all their schedules synced up anyways. Right. Um, You know, and, you know, San Francisco and Oakland are across the bay. That can be easily done maybe in a weekend. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you go to Los Angeles, Anaheim, San Diego, that's when they really start to be a long drive. Yeah. Might might even have to fly from one city to another. Right. Um, So those are all kind of in the works. I've actually started looking at the 2021 schedule and kind of started taking notes on, you know, who's home on what dates. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, that's all bound to change it if the uh, if the covid is still kind of a thing for for okay. next spring but stupid um, I know. It, it's it's uh it's definitely something that you that needs a lot of planning as opposed to just kind of winging it right gotcha. yeah so i know you said you've been to 16 um would it be annoying to ask you which ones you've been to uh i'll try to do it off the top of my head okay. um <laughs> i've been to orioles which is camden yards um nats park rfk the old Yankee Stadium, which is no longer around, but they, the new one's called Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Fenway Park for the Red Sox. Uh, Progressive Field for the Indians. What, what? I've been to Safeco Field for the Mariners. Um, been to Miller Park for the Brewers. Um, Target Field for the Twins. Um, Wrigley Field for the Cubs. Comiskey Park for the White Sox. I'm impressed you know all of the names of the places. I just know the teams, but okay. <laughs> Bush Stadium for the Cardinals. 
uh, Kauffman Stadium for the Royals. Um, Citizens Bank Park for the Phillies. They also used to play in the Vet. I've been to that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Pirates play at PNC Park, and they used to play at Three River Stadium. And the old Mets Stadium, which was called Shea Stadium. So I think off the top of my head, that's probably all of them. But, That's a uh, lot. Okay. That is a lot. I was just trying to see if I had any overlap, <laughs> uh, but I just had not really. Nats Park, Camden Yard, <laughs> and then I've seen the Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, as you can see, a lot of them are kind of in the Northeast because they are the easier easier ones to get to. So there's yeah. still some down south and west coast I need to get to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So out of the ones you've been to so far, what's been your favorite? Well, Camden Yards is definitely going to be my favorite because of just how many games I've been to, and it is a very nice stadium. It really is. There's something about going into Camden Yard. Yeah, beyond that, I would say um, Fenway Park was up there. Um, that's been around for over 100 years. Um, they have the Big Green Monster, which is, you know, something pretty um, unusual for a baseball stadium to have. Yeah. And, you know, there's just a lot of history. Um, did go to Wrigley Field. That one's even been around longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I would say one of the recent ones I've been to is uh, the one in St. Louis, um, Bush Stadium. Um, it's nice because as you look um, from home plate and you look to the outfield, you can actually see the St. Louis Arch. Mm-hmm. That's and cool. um, really and cool. St. Louis is a big-time baseball city, so oh, yeah. the fans were, were really into the games that I went to, and they were playing against the Cubs, which is their main rival. So mm-hmm. it was a good atmosphere to go to a game for sure. That's awesome. So um, is there a certain, like... I don't know, routine that you follow at each stadium you go to? Like, do you get a certain snack? Or, like, what is the sort of regimen that you follow when you <laughs> when To make you the experience, like, something that you can, like, compare? Or is it just kind of you want to experience the highlights of what it, that stadium's known for? Well, I usually like to, um, if I'm picking a seat, um, it's usually off of uh, SeatGeek, and I kind of look for what's a good view slash what's a good price. Mm-hmm. Um you know, maybe there's a certain concession stand close by that they recommend, and maybe I'll kind of choose a seat based upon that. Okay. Um, I do like to try um, a hot dog in almost every stadium because that's like the quintessential baseball food. Right. Um, But then I also like to try whatever the specialty is at the stadium. So when you go to Kansas City, it's going to be some type of barbecue. Uh Uh-huh, of course. When you go to uh, (laughs) Milwaukee, it's going to be some brats and Mm -hmm. sausages. You know, Camden Yards has, you know, crab cakes, you know, something like that. And just kind of get a taste of, you know, more of what that stadium and that city has to offer as opposed to, oh, I can get popcorn at any stadium. I can get a burger at any stadium. Um, So I kind of like to um, try, you know, whatever's the specialty and even get like a taste of that city. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like to also um, walk around the stadium at least one time and just kind of get different views of what the game looks like from those seats and Mm -hmm. maybe take some pictures. Maybe the skyline looks better. Um, at a certain spot, maybe there's, uh, you know, the sunset um, might be able to make a better picture um, and just kind of like uh, just kind of visit all parts of the stadium and just kind of don't let um, anything out of your grasp or anything out of your sight as you visit the stadium because you never know the next time you're going to be back there. So right. um, I do try to book tours for the stadium as well. So how does that work? Because I didn't even really know that was a thing until you told me. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of times, what happens is is dropping knowledge. Okay. Okay. They will offer uh, stadium tours um, prior to a game. So okay. let's say a game's at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll have tours scheduled um, at eleven o'clock and two o'clock. Let's say, um, and basically when you go to the tour, they'll take you to the clubhouse, the dugout, um, sometimes the bullpen. Um, there's a few instances where you get to go on the field and take pictures. Um, it's one of those things where they have it offered. It's not necessarily easy to find, Mm -hmm. but they are available through each team's website. Um, I think they're not as frequent during the off season because it's cold and not necessarily, um, looking for people to, to tour the stadium. So they're, If they're available during the time that I'm in the city, Mm -hmm. I'll try to do kind of, you know, the behind the scenes tour as well as going to a game and just kind of, you know, you get a, yeah, you get a, you know, not only do you get a tour of where everything is, but there's, you know, the tour guides are really good with the history of the team and Mm -hmm. players and, you know, this seat is a different color because X, Y, and Z, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe some milestone happened there. So it's nice to kind of get as much as you can out of that stadium as opposed to just 
going to a game and sitting for three hours right. and you know watching the teams play. Mm-hmm. So it, it's more than just that. It's you know getting the whole experience and having stories to tell and being able to talk about it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I feel like I went to a lot of baseball games as a little kid, but I feel like had I maybe known more of the history of the past or the stories, I might have been slightly more excited about mm-hmm. I mean, not that I didn't enjoy it, but I feel like, yeah, that seems like a more like well-rounded experience. Mm-hmm. I did feel like I dropped some knowledge on people when I saw them, you know, at a game, uh-huh. um, and I told them I took a tour earlier that day, and they're like, wow, that's awesome. I didn't yeah. even know that was available, and I'd be like, you know, just dropping something that they were like, wow, how did you know that? I was like, well, I went <laughs> on the tour, tour. yeah. Should have <laughs> like, gone I'm on the tour. Extremely that's smart. Right. That's how so, I know. what's like the demographic of most people on the tours? Are they like little kids are they people like your age are they old timers well what's interesting is since i started this project in 2018 i've actually gone solo i Uh have not gone with any friends or family um so that kind of puts you at an advantage um that you can kind of do stuff on your own time yeah um a disadvantage in the sense that you don't get to share it with anybody Mm -hmm. or um or you know take pictures with or you know something maybe you missed that they saw or uh, can do better research um, for those stadium tours, I'd say mostly they're families on vacation, so mm-hmm. maybe like mom, dad, and a couple kids. Uh-huh. And then I'd say um, some retired people that, that have the opportunity to travel. Right. And, you know, maybe somebody who's in town for a business trip, a convention, something like that. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily set groups, but those are kind of like the key demographics I've seen. Right. Um, my mom and I used, she used to always book tours like that if we visited stadiums as well. So I kind of got the knowledge of, okay, I'm going to start setting those up for myself as well when I go and visit them. That's cool. So what's one thing that you're, when you're doing the tours that you're always excited to see? Well, there is a, um, part of the project that I'm working on is getting a picture of each stadium and I'm trying to get a a canvas made, Mm -hmm. um, and hang them up in my, uh, my apartment. And so what's most exciting to me is, is finding that picture. Um, usually it's behind home plate mm-hmm. and kind of looking out to the outfield and possibly a good skyline photo. Um, being able to go on the field, I think, is pretty phenomenal in the sense that uh, not everybody gets a chance to even get that close to um, the field. Mm-hmm. Um, usually there's no players around, but it's definitely an added bonus if you see somebody you know, walking around to the clubhouse um, before the game, you know, whether they're getting treatment or they're doing some extra practice, that's always uh, pretty special. And yeah. uh, it's hard to recognize them when they're not in their baseball uniform. Right. They could kind of be in regular street clothes. Yeah. Um, but you know there's <laughs> so, someone. That's right. Yeah, you, you, know, you can you see there. You're like, there, he's definitely on the team, right. but I don't know what his name is. Yeah. So. Uh, I went to Nats Fest a couple years ago with my friend Laurel, um, who was on our previous episode about Jam. Um, she was my Nats buddy, and we got to do um, a bunch of things, you know, on the field. We got to actually um, do a... Um, we can actually, sorry, we just got a weather alert coming through. Um, it's raining. If you I heard that y'all both got it, but my phone did not go off. <laughs> it's like I'm saying die in the there's like floods, sorry. And if you heard um, some thunder before, that's what's going on. We're in the middle of a really big storm. Um, so we actually, I got to pitch in the bullpen. I got to go into How'd the dugout. for you? Um, terribly. <laughs> also, funny story. There, I was... I did dress in a way that made me look younger than I am, and I was wearing a hat. And so when you go up to actually try to do the pitching, you know, um, if you're under 16, you have to sign a waiver. And apparently I looked under 16, and they asked Laurel to sign my waiver. And I was like, and then she thought, exactly, she was like, who do they think I am in relation to you if you're under 16? And I'm like, I don't know. My mother. (laughs) My aunt, my mother, who knows? Because I, like, went ahead to try to sign it, and they're like, oh, no, 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 you only have to sign. She had to sign for you. And I was like, I'm... 30. <laughs> like, and he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, thank you. Uh, I thought I was 15. Half my age. Okay. <laughs> we did get to go into the clubhouse, which was cool. And just like you were saying, how it's kind of hard to tell who someone is. Um, Fetty was in there and I like knew he was someone obviously very tall, very like athletic looking. And so I just got in a line to get him to sign my hat, not realizing who it was Can until you, I... Yes, sir. Will you sign like, oh my gosh, that's so, thanks so much can you sign my hat and then later I was like oh my gosh it's Betty so that was fun um yeah those experiences are really cool because they're they are so unique so 
um, I'm all on board for, I don't know, looking into a stadium tour someday. Yeah, it's cool. I'm down. Um, just to backtrack a tiny bit, what has been your favorite snack that you've had at a stadium? Because, I mean, I'm here for the tater tots at Nats Park. Oh, yeah. They're so good. So good. But I'm curious about your preferences, Cal. I will probably say there was a um, a barbecue kind of dish that they had at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, and I believe it was brisket on top of mac and cheese, mm. and it was like in one of the, like the helmet shaped, you know, oh, where you have okay. the ice cream, but yeah, kind, okay. but like that yeah. was part of the setup, and right. it was you know pretty expensive, but it was definitely well worth it. Yeah. Uh, it was delicious, um, and you know, like I said, it, that's part of the area, that's what they're known for, so right. you kind of have to go all in and and try it out. and try it out, yeah. yeah. Isn't that basically like the tots that we get? It's like barbecue and mac and cheese and tater tots? Yeah, but it's tater tots. They're so good. It's The one at Nats Park? Nats Park. It's at uh, CU Tater. I don't so think I have. <laughs> oh, man. You're missing out next year next when season. there's new, uh, when there's actually going to be games, hopefully. Um, I mean, I already bought tickets for next year. So so we're so in and uh, just look forward to that. Absolutely. CU sure. Tater, man. Mm-hmm. Little plug. So That's delicious. Right. Okay, sorry. We can move on. <laughs> so you've been to some of like the brand new stadiums. You've been to historic stadiums. Um, are you more interested in modern stadiums or the historical ones? I like the historical ones more because number one, you don't know how much longer they're going to be around. Oh, that's true. I never thought about and, that. And um, they have a little bit more history. So, for instance, um, Fenway Park's been around for over a hundred years, and you know some baseball players like Babe Ruth, mm-hmm. Ted Williams, they've all played in that stadium. They've they've you know dug into the batter's box in that dirt you know they've they've hit home runs to this certain seed or 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 something like that and it's it's so i like the older ones to kind of get the history historical perspective the newer ones are a lot more innovative Mm -hmm. um they're in a way pristine that the way that they're um you know the lawn is taken care of and there's no pillar you're gonna sit no 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 yeah that happened uh for the uh the new yankee stadium that was built i believe there were some seats that uh, had an obstructed view, mm. and um, so that was unfortunate. But um, but can you get a cheaper ticket? Because like I've done that for Broadway before, and you just kind of have to like lean the whole time. <laughs> but but so it's, you come <laughs> out with a crooked spine. I totally but, do. But like it's a half yeah, price ticket. He, or he, something, did, he so. didn't post how much he paid for it, but I know he was definitely a little upset about uh-huh. it. Okay. Um, but it is nice to see the newer ones. They're they're fresh. You know they. Like I said, they put more of an emphasis on the baseball team as opposed to it being a multi-purpose stadium where they have to, you know, have the football, baseball, and a soccer team all play there. So Mm -hmm. they have to kind of rearrange things. So um, the newer ones are are very interesting to see. But um, if I had to choose, I'd go for the older ones just because of the the historical purposes and, you know, the ability that you might not be able to see them for much longer. Mm. Yeah, that is so true. I haven't been. I, I... Went to Chicago on a family vacation, and we didn't go to a game, but we drove by it, and, like, my dad, like, hopped out and got a picture in front of (laughs) Wrigley Field, (laughs) but then we're just, like, caught back in the car. Yeah, I remember when uh, the Orioles' old stadium was called Memorial Stadium, Mm -hmm. when that was demolished, I remember my mom went out there and took pictures of it, because, you know, you're not going to see any... any pictures of it anytime soon, right. uh, maybe online, but you know, they're, you know, your, your photos. And so it's kind of nice to have that memory as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super fun. Very fun. So if you could design a stadium, what is something that you would want to include? <laughs> this is totally like uh, a Yeah, I question. am not an architect <laughs> at all, but um, what would be funny um, and interesting to do would be kind of take different aspects of every stadium mm-hmm. and kind of like put them into one. Um, now I do know that Camden Yards has done something very similar. Um, but like I would do is I'd have like the big green monster like they have in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have the Ivy that they have at, you know, Wrigley field, um, on the outfield wall. I would, um, you know, there's a certain facade that, um, Yankee, old Yankee stadium had and, and Tiger stadium had, that's kind of like just old timey. You can tell was built, um, a long time ago. Uh-huh. Um, even in, um, in the Astros' old stadium, they had actually a hill out in center field, so the players could actually, you know, it could come into play where they have to run on top of the hill to go get the ball or catch the ball. Um, that is kind of cool. I hate the Astros, but that's, I mean, it sounds it, pretty it, cool. It's, and it's probably unnecessary, but it's just so unique right. to have that in a stadium. Yeah. Um, so kind of combine maybe all those unique things mm-hmm. and make it into one stadium. So maybe you can't go to 
Boston and see the Green Monster, and you can't go to Houston and see Towels Hill, but maybe if you go to one stadium that has everything, uh, it would be kind of cool to see. It's like a little Vegas. That's right. Yes, absolutely, oh, yeah. Go. And we're going to put it in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question that we did not write down beforehand, okay. but just random, what are your thoughts on indoor stadiums? So I'm from Florida, and the first time I went to a race game, I was mm, like, what mm-hmm. is this? It's cold in here. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is not, not baseball. baseball. Yeah. Have you been to an indoor stadium and or um, – if, I guess if you haven't, then you wouldn't have strong feelings about it. So. I can't think of any off the top of my head or maybe not any major league teams, but um, yeah. the good news is that they are kind of evolving away from that. Um, what a lot of stadiums are doing now is they're putting a retractable roof on there. So if it does start raining or it gets too hot, what they can do is they can close the roof, close the dome, um, and it's it's a lot more enjoyable environment. Um, but yeah, I've heard, you know, I don't know if you said Tampa Bay was the one you want. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly that's one of the worst stadiums that you can go Aww. see. Um, you know, they, I've been there. I've seen that one. Yeah, you know, it's a very, it's a very white uh, dome. White, so you yeah. can't, so the players lose the ball a lot. There's these that's catwalks. Stupid. Yeah. There's yeah. these catwalks oh that the ball can actually hit. And if it hits a certain catwalk, it's an automatic home run. Oh, um, yeah, so it's like a game then. Yeah, well, I mean, it is a game. Yeah, and then sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you could hit a catwalk and the ball's in play. Oh man! So it, it's kind of like so you know, like wait for it to yeah, fall. It's, it's kind of like Sandlot baseball in right. a way. You know, you know, the truck over there is out of play, mm-hmm. but the uh, but that spare tire, you know, if you hit right. it in there, it's an automatic triple or something mm-hmm. like that. That's hilarious. Wow. Okay, sorry. Yeah, just curious. Yeah. Just curious. Because <laughs> it's, like, weird. I don't know. When I think, like, baseball, I'm like, oh, make sure you bring your hat and sunglasses. But, like, when we'd go to a race yeah, game, I'm like, it's certainly an outdoor sure you sport. Bring your sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's chilly in there. In Florida. Yeah. It just Florida. sounds so Florida. It's oh, so man. funny. Okay. Anyways. So you did talk about how you would order a hot dog at yes. every field. Um, which one's been the best, and why is it Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's funny is like, I, am pretty simple with my hot dogs. I do like to have a little bit of condiments on it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, ketchup and mustard usually, but right. sometimes to get like the best taste of it, you kind of have to eat it plain. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if there's necessarily one that's one hot dog that I really liked more than the other, but what Cleveland is famous for and Courtney knows this for sure is the stadium mustard that they oh, have. Yeah, it's and so good. it's I don't even like mustard, but I will say I will say that was probably the most memorable hot dog I've ever had because uh-huh. the mustard was that good. Um, you know, some places they have, you know, people go all out with the ketchup mustard relish, onions. Uh, onions, yeah, just anything that they can put on it. And to me, that kind of defeats the purpose of tasting the hot dog. Uh-huh. Um, I think, more, you know, less is more in a way to actually get the taste of a hot dog. Right. Um, it's not necessarily, you know, I'm eating condiments and toppings, you know, and there just happens to be a hot dog underneath mm-hmm. it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know if I've ever had a bad hot dog at a baseball game. So <laughs> they're always... Sometimes the bun's a little hard. It's possible, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> So but I think the environment kind of makes it better. <laughs> okay, you know, it, it's okay. part of the uh, part, of, part of the culture. Yes. Yeah, I would say I've never actually. I don't. Well, maybe I've gotten a hot dog when, like, when I was a kid at a game. But mm-hmm. I always get a brat with peppers and onions. So, yeah, that's my story. Okay. Well, since, <laughs> yeah, well, since I'm you know old enough to drink, I like like what I do is go to the game and get like a hot dog with a beer, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and what's obviously. funny when I've gone to the 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 recent places, you know, St. Louis has. Um, uh, blanking on it now. Bush. Bush yeah. Yep. So you kind of got to try. You know, is it fresher there uh, right, as opposed to back home, right. uh, where the Brewers play? It's Miller Park, so they have Miller Light there. You know, um, and some other things I try to do include going to, um, kind of things around the city and around the stadium. So I did go to a Budweiser. Um, brewery down in St. Louis and kind of went on a tour of the brewery. It's so fun. And, and it's right near the stadium. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, they, they have, you know, you can choose what kind of tour you want to go on. You can see the Clydesdales. <laughs> yes, they do have the Clydesdales there. You can do that at Bush Gardens in Florida, too. Oh, wow. Where you used to be able to. Oh, and uh, was a child. Yeah, so that was part of the experience as well. You know, uh, don't know the next time you'll be in St. Louis as opposed to, um, you know, what you can do right up the road and, and grab, you know, a, a certain amount of beer and mm-hmm. a certain brand and just bring it home. Right. So I, I wanted to try the actual, you know, beer of the area and, you know, what the stadiums are actually named for. So it was always uh, um, interesting to try, you know, the stuff and think, you know, is this uh, is this cup of beer this uh, any better than what it is back home? Mm-hmm. And what is the 
the results. I will say that when I went on the Budweiser uh, brewery tour, um, they actually gave a, f- a few free samples out there. And I think at the time they were experimenting with the Bud Light Orange, mm-hmm. which I think now is pretty, not popular, but it's definitely, it's you know, there. yeah. Um, I remember trying that for the first time and I was pretty amazed by it. But I would say it does taste a little fresher, especially in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was harder to say in uh, in Milwaukee because I'm not a big fan of of Miller beer, yeah. um, but it was it, it's definitely an interesting thing to try, you know, since that's what the area is known for. Yeah, for sure. Wow. All right, so we've talked a lot about the stadiums. Um, we talked about your favorite team. Um, right now, who's your favorite player, though? My all-time favorite player is uh, Manny Ramirez, who actually used to play for the Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, a very good hitter, um, pretty poor fielder, um, and had no speed whatsoever. Um, but <laughs> so why he, did you like him? But he was, he was a character. Um, there's a lot of things that you can uh, read about and look up um, about his personality. Yeah. But he um, just was kind of goofy in the sense that, um, you know, one time when he played for the Red Sox, he went into the Green Monster. He went into the door mm-hmm. while there was a pitching change going on. And there uh, supposedly is no bathroom back there. Okay. So it's like, what was he doing was he back doing? there? Yeah. Um, you know, and he kind of, you know, he pops out of the of the doorway, you know, right before the pitcher's about to throw the first pitch of the at bat. Um, he also used to wear um, these Oakley uh, sunglasses, oh. but that had, um, uh, I guess, Bluetooth, and he could listen to music oh. while he was in the outfield. Is that allowed? They allowed it. Uh, they paid. I think they paid him so much money. They said, you know what? If you can help us win, you uh-huh. know, games, then we'll let you do it. Right. Uh, you know, he used to give high fives to um, people in the stands after he made a great catch, and not allowed anymore. Certainly not with nope. with no fans. That's right. Well, uh, and COVID. COVID. And uh, so he was just kind of like this goofy personality, and he yeah. had he had this you know kind of saying that said that was you know Manny being Manny, uh-huh. and it was just his way of like though he was. He took, you know, baseball pretty seriously. He didn't want that to be, you know, all he was known for. He wanted to have a fun side and mm-hmm. he wanted to, you know, kind of be a little goofy and be a little out there. So right. I, I kind of liked, um, you know, his ability on the field and just kind of his uh, personality off of it. Mm-hmm. Currently, um, I don't know if I have a, a favorite player. Um, there's some players I like to watch. There's a uh, Mike Trout who plays for the Angels mm-hmm. is probably the best player in baseball right now. And he's uh, an outfielder that can basically do everything. Um, he signed the largest contract at the time. I think it's been broken, but I think they signed him to like over $300 million, like 10 years. Oh, um, but he can, he can hit, he can throw, mm-hmm. he can, he can run. So he's, he's a very exciting player. He's, uh, they probably say he's one of the greatest players to ever play. Um, he just does not have the exposure that some other guys have had. And right. I think he's only made the playoffs one time, so mm-hmm. nobody really knows him. Oh, I know him. And well, I'm only, a yeah. lot of casual fans right. actually probably don't know him or haven't heard of him because he's not getting the TV time. That, Did you hear that? I'm more than a casual fan. <laughs> more than cash. Good Thanks, job, Kyle. <laughs> All right, you are wearing an Orioles shirt right now. I am. Um, who's on that one? Uh, my current jersey that I have uh-huh. on. Oh, it's Cedric Mullins, who is a. Um, I think it's his second year with the Orioles right now, and currently on the team. Okay, awesome. Um, I have two questions that were not given to you ahead of time. You're okay. Ready. Yes. Number one, what would your walkout song be if Ooh, you were a professional baseball player? Always good. I love this. It tells a lot about a person. Um, you know, <laughs> no pressure. I had this. I had this question. Um, I think I asked you that. Yeah, yeah, and I've had I've actually had that question a few times. I remember the first time I ever got it, maybe like ten years ago. I thought of all I do is win. Um, you know, is that song really that old? All I do is win. I don't know. To the best we're, of my knowledge, I believe it was probably. asked to me ten years ago. Wow. Um, but that's I think that's kind of like a popular one now, and yeah. just um, pretty standard for for ones. There is some um, uh, other choices uh, I thought about. Um, Turned Down for What by mm-hmm. Lil John. Just something that's got like a good beat that kind of can get you pumped up and like, you know, get you in the zone. Right. Um, there's actually another individual that he just does instrumental music. There's not even lyrics to it. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like um, his him playing his synthesizer and got a good bass. And I just feel like that kind of would get me, you know, going, you know, in the 10 to 15 seconds, you know, that they play it um, between the... Um, uh, the on deck circle and going up to the plate. Right. So it's 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 definitely a, a fun thing to think about, and mm-hmm. I'm sure some people have put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. But um, 
there's not really anything you know that would really come to my mind and say like I definitely need to have that as my at bat song. Mm, gotcha. Megan, okay. what would yours be? Oh, I, I I have not thought about this at all, so I'm not sure. I mean, but I would <laughs> shoot from the hip. What, what's it, what's calling to you right now? Is it something that you know gets you pumped? Is it you know a song that has a lot of meaning that's to right. you? Like a lot of Latin players like to have the Latin music because that's oh, part yeah. of their culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people, um, you know, if they're from uh, you know California, maybe they'll have a California band mm-hmm. kind of be their intro. So I think you know it's it depends upon you know what gets you going, what your, where your roots are. Right. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just remember um, my brother was a huge Chipper Jones fan, and so every time I hear Crazy Terrain, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's Chipper Jones walkout song. Like, yeah. I don't know. So it's interesting how different, I don't know, songs stick with you with memories. Yeah. Um, for my walkout sign, I really have no idea. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like music too it. much, so right, I have true. too many favorites. Um, I always thought it was funny you? because... Um, the season that I started going to a lot of Nats games, uh, when I had a half season with my friend Laurel, um, we could tell when um, Bryce Harper was having like a fight with his wife because it would always like turn to like Adele, you know, like when it like seemed like things were going better, like it, it definitely changed and we kept tracking it and being like, oh, was there trouble at home? Trouble in um, Wow, he's bringing this personal life into the, right. into the I game. That's right, I know, so. I know. Well, that's, I'd be surprised. I will say the funniest one I ever heard was... Was, um, a guy who played for the Orioles named Nate McLeod mm-hmm. had the Kyrie song. Oh, yeah. If you're uh-huh. familiar with that. Yeah. Um, and that was just kind of like a uh, pretty random song to have for, um, you know, coming up to bat. Right. And uh, it, it was pretty famous because nobody else really has that song as, as they're at bat. So he was yeah. he was definitely um, going to be missed when he left the team yeah. at the time. Uh, mine would probably be, well, a couple years ago I thought about this. And I like... Bruno Mars, 24 Karat Magic. I feel like that just has a good good vibe and a good beat. Um, I was talking to my friend um, MK about this a couple years ago when we were at an Indians game, and we started then trying to figure out what, like, our friends would have as their walk-up, you know, music. And we have a friend whose name is Kevin, and he is a priest. And so we'd be like, well, either he would do progressive rock because he loves progressive rock, and it'd be some crazy mixed measure or something, or it would be, like, Gregorian chants. Because it was just, like, those are his two. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. 100%. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, um, not related, but kind of related to walkout songs was when Para, right, like as Mm -hmm. a joke for his kids, put Baby Shark as his walkout song, and then it it became like the anthem for the World Series for the Nats. That was like the team song for them. That's right. It was so great. And then it made, you know, all these memes and we kept we being t-shirts. ready for you know doing the little symbols it was yeah. so exciting i've got the t-shirt yeah. about us all stuffed animals yeah the little tiny, tiny, tiny little shark so cute yeah so, so fun, fun. yeah okay l- one last question before we ask about your cup of tea sure uh or i guess there's one more on the it list too matter. but um my question is do you have a favorite baseball movie oh i thought about that i was gonna think yeah. it's a good question um or do you have several favorites? I, I definitely have several favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up, uh, obviously watched a lot of Angels in the Outfield. Oh my gosh, so good. Um, I wasn't too big into The Sandlot, sad to say. I know that's, that uh, is disappointing for a lot of people to hear, but um, that wasn't really my one of my favorites. Um, of the recent ones, I'd say probably Moneyball is up there. Um, it's a very conceptual movie, not mm-hmm. really a lot of baseball action involved. But um, fascinating. So it, it, it is pretty amazing and uh, ahead of its time. Um, if you follow baseball now, you know that basically it has morphed into that kind of gameplay now mm-hmm. and that kind of stats, that kind of research that goes into it. So for that to be done 17 years ago is, right. is pretty amazing. Um, I did like um, Rookie of the Year, which is the nice. one where the Cubs pitcher, you know, kid breaks his arm yeah. and he's able to throw 95 miles an hour all of a sudden. Right. Definitely a classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, anytime there's a there's a baseball movie that comes out, I'm definitely you know interested to see um, see it in theaters or mm-hmm. see it when it comes out, um, you know, DVD, video, Netflix, or whatever. Right. And um, it, it, they're all they're all they're all pretty good. I mean, uh, a league of their own. I have seen that. Yes, that's pretty good too. <laughs> have you seen? I'm sure you have. Field of Dreams. I've never seen. That I have. Before, that is a that is definitely a good movie. It's definitely a tearjerker. And um, but what's another thing that's kind of you know part of the trips that I want to do is they actually have that uh, cornfield in mm-hmm. Iowa is open yep. as a baseball field still. Yeah, oh, that's um, cool. 
And I think last year they did it for the first time where they actually had a game there, a major league game mm-hmm. at that field. Um, obviously, they don't have as many seats that they can hold you know, for a regular stadium, but kind of just the aura of, of playing a game there yeah. is pretty fascinating. Um, so I, I think like for Father's Day, they have a lot of, you know, play catch with your dad mm-hmm. kind of, you know, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> features Sorry. that they have. No, so it's real sweet. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that's, you know, you know, 30 years after that movie was made and yeah. they decided to keep the stadium or keep the field there is pretty, pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. Okay. And then the one last question. Yeah. So, I mean, we mentioned it a couple of times. Um, Baseball is back. It looks very different than it has in the past. What are you thinking about this COVID season? It's definitely harder to get into um, because of the shortened season and because of the stop and go that's actually already happened, you know, Mm -hmm. with some teams um, having multiple players with uh, COVID and then basically they have to take multiple games off, and then their opponent has to take multiple games right. off. It's a domino effect. Yes, and then, you know, maybe the, the team that they played against has to take a few games off because, you know, maybe they made contact with that player. Um, in a way, it doesn't really feel like a legit baseball season. Yeah. And it might feel differently once we get to the playoffs where it's actually, you know, um, where the games matter even more mm-hmm. in such a, in such a sh- shorter uh, vacuum of a season. Right. Um, but to me, it, it does, um, it, it's hard to really be 100% into mm-hmm. the season, um, it, it, especially with no fans right. uh, in the stands. Yeah, those virtual fans. The virtual so fans are a little creepy. odd. I, I kind of like them and I kind of don't. I dislike um, them immensely. <laughs> and, then, and then you see the cardboard cutouts, you yeah. know, right behind home plate. And that's kind of, it, it's just different because when you watch a game, you can hear the players chatting to each other as opposed right. to the, you know, the fans just kind of uh, chatting, you know, amongst themselves mm-hmm. of just kind of the, the noise level. Yeah. Um, and I think, the stadiums have done a pretty good job of having like, you know, the, the fake roar of the crowd or the fake boos or, you know, the applause when a home run comes. It It probably took a lot of practice, but but, um, it seems like a video game instead of real real life. But I think that weren't the players complaining at the beginning that it was just like so quiet that they then had to like pipe in crowd noise. It's probably very unusual for them to, to not have really any noise that happens. Yeah. Uh, during their games. No, silent baseball? It is, yeah. Speaking of silent baseball, fun yes. story. This okay. episode's getting really long. No, but it's cool. When I was We're in college, <laughs> we, um, I had some friends, and we had quiet hours in the dorms and in, right. like, the courtyards around them. But we decided at, like, I don't know, midnight one night that we would play a game of baseball with, like, a flip-flop and a pair of socks oh, in the courtyard. fun. And it was super fun. Yeah. We got, like, very invested. Um, but it had to be silent right. because the RAs, we didn't want to get a fine. Right. So... Anyways, that's did my you story. get you didn't get fined? No, no wow, fines. Nice. And like people were like looking from their balconies and like it that's was so fun. It was really fun. Did you recruit new players to play with you? Um, well, there was probably like I don't know ten of us that were playing. Did so. it only happen the once? Just the once. Oh wow! It was great lightning in a ball. memory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, we usually end our episodes asking our guest what their um, cup of tea is, current favorite song, book, movie. I don't know something you're excited about. Sure. Um, I've heard, um, you know, asked a few times on previous podcasts, and I was trying to think of some ones that uh, are, are uh, what I would respond with, and I'll give kind of and a few. To you uh, I'll give a, a few short <laughs> answers, I guess, because I, I can think of multiple ones. Okay. But um, Courtney did recommend this show called Chits Creek, which is on oh Netflix, my gosh. So funny. and uh, <laughs> there's five seasons of it, and uh, I started just the first season, you know, this week, but. Um, it's a pretty good start to the series. Because it's been on your list for a while, and I was like, let's just I, I watch do, it. I do have a list of shows and movies that I need to watch. So, you know, obviously during this time of not as much work going on in summertime, I felt like it was time to cross some things off the list. Mm-hmm. So that's been uh, pretty good. You're welcome, babe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another, Net, another Netflix thing is the Supermarket Sweep, oh, which yeah. uh, yeah. obviously yeah. is popular amongst the hosts. Um <laughs> But be, uh, I, I've been reading a lot. Um, kind of probably about a year and a half ago, I really wanted to get back into reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm pretty um, adamant reader right now. Um, I, I'm reading a book called Satellite. It's um, kind of a young adult novel, but basically um, the main character grows up in a space station and his goal is to make it down to Earth and live his life down there. So it's kind of like a reverse you know, what we would deal with as, you know, we want to be an astronaut, we want to go up to a space station, we want to, you know, travel to other planets. 
Um, and he kind of starts to realize the difficulties that come with, you know, Being living on, on this planet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, the more gravity, mm-hmm. the type of vegetation. Um, you know, you can't necessarily um, pour liquids or spit, you know, up in space because all of it's mm-hmm. just going to be floating around. And just, you know, it's stuff that you never really think about um, until you read this book because. Um, there's obviously not a lot of people who have actually been up in space and can really have um, a pretty good understanding of, of what you know, what that, yeah, like. what it is. Yeah. So I think it's it's a pretty interesting read so far. I'm about 80% done now. Um, so that's definitely, you know, the a book I've been, uh, I've been reading pretty closely. Um, trying to get back into the baseball season, obviously, mm-hmm. um, now you that the games. You are playing fantasy. I am, yes. So fantasy baseball is happening now. I have two um two teams that i'm uh managing and uh the good news is is that if the nfl season starts Mm -hmm. on time i believe in two weeks from today um that'll be another thing i can look into is fantasy football so Mm -hmm. obviously it's a sports are pretty big in my life and a good way to to take up some time um especially during a a pretty slow time right right now with with covid and, Mm -hmm. and everything else very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show. I'm so glad you wanted to join. Thank you for having Great. me. Really Thanks appreciate for, it. Yeah, teaching us all about baseball. Okay.